At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. Well, we've been on a series entitled The Spirit of Truth. We've been looking at different aspects of the Holy Spirit. Last week we looked at seven characteristics that, that identify who the Holy Spirit is and what He does in our lives. And um, we've looked at a number of things in the last number of weeks um, because there's so many different sides to the Holy Spirit. I mean, you can look at Him in one direction and then there's a different side. It's like a, it's like a prism. There's so many different angles to the Holy Spirit. He, he operates in so many different ways. But He's the answer to everything. He has the answer to everything in life. And um, tonight I want to look at something that um, I've actually, in the, in the years that I've, done, I've taught on the Holy Spirit, I've never actually taught directly on this. I mean, taught around it, but not directly. And um, one of the things we're leading up to is, is praying is praying for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, if you never have, and people that have to receive more. And we're leading up to that, but we're laying foundation for it. We always have to, it's always better. Everything Jesus did, He did after He taught. Everything He did, you look, you look at it. I mean, there were certain things that happened on the spur of the moment, but it was because those people had heard. And there's something about hearing teaching of the Word of God, and you'll see it in what I'm going to talk about tonight, that's vital. It's vitally important. But last week in John 14, 16, in the Amplified, we looked at these seven characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, and I will ask the Father, and I will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener stand by, we went through and defined all of those, that He may remain with you forever. He's always the same and He'll always be there. We talked about our God being an omnipresent God. Uh, We talked about Him being an omniscient God, an all-knowing God, an omnipotent God. We talked about Him being an eternal God and and looked at it at, at kind of every aspect of how the Holy Spirit operates in our lives and and how He's there for us in every way. He's got the answer for everything, and He's there for us. We just have to be able to tap into Him. We have to have understanding to tap into this all-knowing God that has the answer for everything. Jesus said in John 14, 26, He said, But the Helper... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things, and He will bring to your remembrance all things that I said. So, in all those different characteristics, or maybe even you could say personalities of the Holy Spirit, He's teaching in all that. He's revealing things to us in all those things. As a comforter, and as a counselor, as a helper, an intercessor, He's revealing things to us. That's His job. Tonight, what I want to look at is how the Holy Spirit reveals to us 
who our enemy is. Who our enemy is. The Holy Spirit is here to reveal to us who our enemy is. Who your enemy is every day of your life. And I'm just telling you right up front <clears throat> that I'm going to say some things tonight that I don't, I, I, I'm not saying it to step on anybody's toes, but I just kind of feel that in my spirit. It may step on your toes. So, <clears throat> like if you were a kid and you lived in New Mexico or Texas and you drove down the road and there was a cattle guard come and you were a kid, your, your parents said, cattle guards come and lift your feet. <clears throat> so, if I say something that steps on your toe, just lift your feet. <clears throat> Anyway, but there's so much truth here. There's just so much here. Uh, and in the next few minutes, we can't get into all of it, but I'm just going to touch on it for, for a moment. And I want to I look at, um, I want to just pretty much, I've, I'll share a couple other scriptures, but I want to read Ephesians 6, starting with verse 10. <clears throat> and I'm just reading it in the New King James. And he said, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on, everybody say put on, the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles. Um, the word there is tricks or trickery, that you can stand against the wiles, the tricks of the devil, the trickery of the devil. He's a trickster. For we do not wrestle <clears throat> against flesh and blood. And that, that word there, when I was a kid, man, I loved professional wrestling. Rapid Ricky Romero. <clears throat> I mean, there was Man Mountain Mike. Oh, man, I loved them. I mean, they, I just, <clears throat> they, would, they would come to El Paso. I lived 40 miles from El Paso, and they'd come to El Paso. <clears throat> and we'd go watch them at the El Paso County Coliseum. Rapid Ricky Romero, he was the man. And the Funk Brothers, the Funks, the Funk family. Woo! <clears throat> and, you know, in those days... It wasn't all a show like it is today. I mean, it was. It was beginning to be more of that. But I knew some guys in Las Cruces that lived in my hometown. I knew two men that were from Canada, and they were professional wrestlers, and all of it was real in their day. They're deceased and gone now, but they were, they were, they were some wrestling men. But <clears throat> one of the things about wrestling was that... They, they weren't shy to get face-to-face. -face. Huh? You're not going to wrestle real good like this. You're going to get some body contact and get into the thing and get face-to-face -face and get in their face and get ugly with them. And he said here, we don't do that with flesh and blood. No ugly, 
no in your face, give you a piece of my mind, not with flesh and blood. And we've talked about this a lot at different times. We've talked about it. And the body of Christ has taught on it. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. <clears throat> but the only way you won't wrestle against flesh and blood is if you're learning how by the Holy Spirit to wrestle with principalities, with powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places who are the real enemy. I don't have time to go into it tonight, but when you look at those four categories of demon spirits, they are, there is, there is a kind of a hierarchy in the demon realm because they came out of heaven and there is a hierarchy in heaven. There was Father, there was Word, and there was Holy Spirit. So they learned that, and so they've been doing it for a long, long time. And they're after everything in your life. And the only ability that they have is to keep you so, your feathers so ruffled by flesh and blood that you constantly stay in the face of somebody else and somebody else's issue and so, what somebody's doing to you and woe is me and this and that and this and that and this and that. That's all they have. But that's our real enemy. And I feel like one of the things that we've got to understand is that the devil is not impulsive with his attacks against you. He's not impulsive. He develops strategies. He develops plans and schemes. And he's constantly calculating your moves and your counter-reactions to what he does. I'm going to say it to you again. He is not impulsive in his attacks. It's not just he's running around like a chicken with his head up. He's been working on this thing for a while. And he knows. He, he anticipates counter-move. He anticipates them. He, he anticipates what you're going to do, and when you do something that's face-to-face -face with flesh and blood, he has access and an open door. For too long, and we'll see this in this passage as I finish this passage in Ephesians, for too long... The, the, the church hasn't learned how to war for these things, how to really fight, because it's a battle. It's a literal battle against everything in your and my life, everything. And he's very strategic in his plan, how he anticipates counter moves, and, and he waits patiently like the snake that he is, to pounce on you in your weakest moments. He's looking for those opportunities. See, the Bible says, the reason we're talking about this tonight, he said, don't be unaware of the devil's devices. 
And if you don't hear teaching on it and be reminded of how many things on a daily basis you let get to you in flesh and blood, you're going to continually be defeated by the enemy, continually be defeated by him. We, you and I, can never underestimate his trickery. You cannot underestimate his trickery. He's a schemer, and he's after your life, and you cannot underestimate him. One of the things that's absolutely true is that Satan and his cohorts, his demon spirits, they've been around a whole lot longer than you have. Huh? They've been doing this for a long, stinking time. (laughs) And your and my natural understanding is worthless against their spiritual knowledge and their ability. Your and my natural understanding of anything is worthless in comparison to what they know in the spirit realm. But, thank God we have the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? See, what's sad is I'm talking about defeated foes. I'm talking about demon spirits that have been defeated. They have no power within themselves. They've been stripped of everything. And yet, look at the access that the enemy has into people's lives. It's staggering. Literally staggering. That's why you and I, we've got to put on our armor And we've got to be busy casting down imaginations on a day-to-day basis because your mind and the lies that you you and I pay attention to, if we're paying attention to lies, that's the devil's battleground. That's why we have to know the truth. Um, He said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day against the real enemy. Therefore, take up the whole, the whole armor of God that you're able to withstand in the evil day. You know what's good about that? That's just a day. He said, in the evil day. And if you and I get these things straight within ourselves, then the attacks don't last a long time. Just an evil day. It didn't say an evil week or a month or a year. It said an evil day. And it doesn't even have to be all day because of what we know. Can you say amen? He said, withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, he said, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which we're able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. All, 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 everything, all, everything, all, everything. When you got the Word of God, you got it all. Amen? 
When you have the Word and the Spirit, because notice what he says, and take the helmet of salvation and, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and watch, what do you do with it? <clears throat> Go around and stick everybody? No, flesh and blood's not the issue. Praying always with all prayer. All prayer. In the Spirit, praying always with the Word of God, praying the, the prayers of confession, the prayers of declaration, the prayers of supplication, the prayers of intercession, and prayers of warfare, the prayers of consecration. I mean, prayers after prayers after prayers, but the Holy Spirit, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. The Word of God is revealing to us what we need to know about how to pray in given situations, but above everything, we get to pray in the Holy Ghost. You and I pray in the Spirit, then we pray with the understanding, and we know how to discern what the enemy is doing. You and I have to be on top and not always underneath and just dragging ourselves in from being beat up all the time. Shouldn't be that way. I'm telling you tonight, it shouldn't be that way. Notice he said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all of those wrestlers. Rapid Ricky, the Funk Brothers, Man Mountain Mike, he was 630 pounds. He'd just sit on them and they couldn't get up. <clears throat> They're not the problem. The wrestlers, we're not wrestle with re flesh and blood. We don't wrestle with people. We don't get ourselves into that. And the only way you can do it is to pray for people. You have to indulge your life in praying for people and, and praying for people's good in spite of how bad they are. I mean, how in the world do you think somebody's going to change the way that they are if somebody's not speaking the word over them? They're not. And the problem is, when we're in that wrestling mode, I mean, wrestlers, they used to talk about, they'd spit all over each other, you know? Because they were talking and talking trash. To, I mean, that, that's where the original trash talk started, was with the wrestlers. Man, they're ah, rah, talking all kinds of smack and all this kind of stuff with each other. But that's what we do. You get in wrestling matches with people, man, you start saying all kinds of things. And so all you're doing is heaping coals on the fire of another person's life that's struggling and having some issues and they're going through things and they're, and they're reacting in ugly ways and they're treating you in certain ways and they're coming out at, against you and those kind of things and, you, and your words are just confirming that and just adding fuel to the fire. When what we were created to do, those who are spiritual, pray for people, help people, lead them in the way that they're to go. And I'm telling you, the only way you can do that is to be a person led by the Spirit. No other way. But the key to it is what it says in <clears throat> what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 
2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we don't war according to the flesh. So we live and walk, you know, we operate here. You got to pay your bills, or they'll come get you, or whatever. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. So he says, we walk in the flesh, but we don't, war, we don't wrestle with the flesh. We don't just on and on and trying to work it out. That's not our job. It doesn't work. You're not created. You, that's not your DNA. Your DNA is connected to God and trusting God and doing it God's way. That's the way we were made. But he said the weapons of our warfare. So see, this is a war. And we're, we're, we are in a strategic war, and we've got to know it, and we've got to take it serious, and we've got to press into it. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm just telling you tonight, I, I'm just talking out of my gut. I'm talking out of me. When, when I'm saying this, I, I, am, I am so into the fight right now like I've never been in my life. I'm not talking about like just something, a fight with something against me. I'm talking about the fight for this planet. There's a fight for it. And, and we're the spiritual ones. And what is the hope of the planet? Christ revealed in you and I. But man, if I'm not taking care of that myself and looking for everybody else to get the revelation from Christ, and I'm not doing it myself, then it's not happening. Because if any miracle is going to happen, if any manifestation is going to happen, if great things are going to happen, it's going to happen because I'm doing something. And you've got to look at it your, that, the exact same way. We're going to see any manifestation on planet Earth, it's going, to, it's going to be because of us. And I'll just ask you that question. Are things happening because of you? I say yes. I'm just saying yes for myself. Things are happening because of me because I'm into this thing. I'm not just talking this. I'm into this. It's the spirit realm that is the answer to everything. That's where we have to be living in, in that realm. We walk in the flesh, we live, pay our bills, we do our things. But everything that we do in the flesh has got to be covered and immersed in the revelation of the Holy Spirit revealing all these things to us. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's all the stuff that you're in wrestling matches with. That's all the stuff. And your job is to pull strongholds down, cast down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And, and what I'm going to say about that right there is what we just read in Ephesians 6. That's his plan. That's the plan for the whole church. He, he, he sent that in his letter to the church at Ephesus, but it's for the whole church. It's a church in Kerrville. It's a church in Texas, United States of America, and the planet. That's his plan in Ephesians 6. We've got to see it that way. If we don't see it that way, we're, we will be overtaken. <clears throat> We've got to see that this fight, this war, is in the spirit realm. It's not in the natural. 
This fight, this fight cannot be fought with guns and bullets in the natural, with tanks and whatever else in the natural realm. Because the actual war, it's kind of like, I, I, I saw, who was that on social media talking about World War III? Somebody was. Just today, huh? Yeah, a bunch of them talking about World War III. Well, World War III isn't going to be fought in the trenches. If there's a World War III, it's going to be fought by fingers and buttons. And people, you know, buy your ammunitions, your guns. I've got guns and ammunition. Buy it all. You know, buy whatever you're going to buy and do whatever you're going to do. But at the end of the day, that, that war is not going to win. That's not going to win. Right now, somebody across the ocean, if they wanted to, secret missiles and this, that, and the other, and who knows what, could push buttons and annihilate America. You don't think that's true? Then you're living in some other world. What's keeping those kind of things from happening? The church. <laughs> the church. The Bible says the church. But the reason we're not overcoming it, because the church got to be connected to the Spirit. We, we've got to, we got to do everything by the Spirit. Every single thing we do, it's got to be done by the Spirit. That's where the victories come. But we got to know how to do it. We got to develop it. We've got to practice it. We got to live in it on a day to day basis. It's, it's got to be all the time. It's a war. We've got to realize that the fight is, that's before us, the fight that is out there, and it's not going away. I can tell you right now, all the things in the natural that you see going on, it's not going away. But the victory lies with the church. Christ revealed in us is the hope. That's the hope. That's why we need to know how to yield to the Holy Spirit daily. 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 We have to know. That means bringing every thought captive daily. Every single day of our life, bringing every thought captive. We have to know how to do that. Anything in the natural that God tells us to do, like, like I said, buy your guns, your ammunition, do whatever you're going to do. You, you may be in a place where you've got to protect your home or do whatever you've got to do, do it. But don't do it short of knowing Holy Spirit's leading you what to do. He'll tell you everything. Don't have the mentality that, well, you know, we got a brain, we can figure these things out ourselves. That's the worst attitude you could ever have. He wants to be a part of every single thing you do. But you've got to develop it. You've got to develop your awareness and yield to the Holy Spirit. I mean, today, there's a fight to hold on to our homes and to resist all the ideas that want to break up our marriages, want to break our families up. There's a war against it. I mean, it's a major war against that in itself. There's a fight out there to walk in love toward people and make war against evil spirits instead of satisfying our flesh by getting revenge, right? 
That's what the flesh wants. But God said we, we, that, that won't win. You'll never win that way. That's why people stay in such frustration because they don't stay on this Holy Spirit in first and get everything they can get here before they act. The frustration comes like, well, God's lost our phone number and we, he doesn't know what's going on and he's just kind of over the side here. We got to take over and do it. That's what just destroys everything. And that's what people constantly do. We got to get out of that mentality and get into learning how to yield to the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day basis. Situation to situation. I don't care what it is. Sometimes with people, it's fighting the war of just getting out of bed. Hmm? Think about it. Where, where is that war about getting out of bed? Right there. Wanting to just do things in the natural to, you know, have a routine. You know, just, I mean, the war, the fight for that. People everywhere just like, it's like, quesera, sera, we, don't, we really don't care, right? Whatever will be, will be. We can't have that mentality. We've got to take what God has done for us and use it to direct this planet, starting with ourselves. Starting with ourselves. You know, and I, I'm, I'm just using this as an example that we talked about last week, but I'm just saying this. Today, people, people jump into things like into counseling sessions, like everybody needs a counselor for everything. What, what, about, what about tearing in the Holy Ghost? What about allowing the Holy Spirit learning to pray in the Holy Spirit more than about three minutes and finding out from Him answers that would deliver us because didn't we read last week that He is the counselor? I mean, I told you last week, everybody needs help. I've had help. I've had people help me and counsel me and all that. Everybody needs something at different times. You need some skin in your game too, you know, and and that helps you to get closer to that. But we got to get closer to this thing that we don't just jump in the end looking for answers everywhere else, but bam, it's right here. Our answers are here. You know, and maybe with most of you, I'm like speaking to the choir. Maybe you know this, but I'm telling you, you need to be stirred up with it. We, we, we cannot wait around for someone else to do something. It's got to happen through us individually. We've got to be the people by the Spirit that are conquering things and overcoming and living in the fullness of what God has for us. <clears throat> Being spiritually aware of what He is doing and wanting to do in our lives. Amen? Because He is the counselor. He will counsel you regarding anything. Anything. I don't care what it is. In that passage in Ephesians that we just read, the 13th verse said, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, To stand, stand. 
having done all to stand, the 14th verse says stand right at the beginning of it. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. So, we've got to put God's armor on and never take it off. Okay? So, God made today and God made tomorrow. But is there evil? Was there evil in today? Yeah. Was there e- will there be evil tomorrow? Absolutely. As long as we're in this dispensation of time, there'll be evil. So what do we need on? He said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God and put it on. And if you notice, the whole armor of God is the Word of God and the Spirit of God. The whole armor is the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you're able to stand and withstand and deal with the tricks and the schemes and the lies of the enemy in the evil day. So when something comes against you from an evil perspective, from somebody or something or some situation, you're able to stand because you've put on the whole armor of God and you're keeping it on. How do you keep it on? Daily routine in the Word. Daily learning how to pray in the Spirit. I make a confession over myself every day. I pray in the Spirit every day and I open myself up to the manifestations of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. I thank God for that every day. And I think about it, when I confess that during the day, I come out of that most of the time after I say that one confession, I start just praying in the Holy Ghost. And sometimes I'll just pray for a while, just praying in tongues, just listening. He said it would build us up in our faith. He said it would do all kinds of things that cause us to be more aware and learn how to yield to the voice of the Spirit that wants to speak things to us. He said pray in the Spirit and then you pray with the understanding. You get the understanding of what you're praying in the Spirit for. That's how we learn to yield to the things that He gives us. The other day I was driving my car and I was praying in, in other tongues about, and, and I had something on my mind. And when I begin to pray in the Spirit, I begin to thank the Lord for the answer for that thing. And as I prayed in the Spirit, He gave me a, a verse of Scripture. He gave me a piece of a Scripture. And as I was praying in the Spirit, that came to me, and it answered the, the thought, the, the issue that I had. It answered that issue. That's how it works. But if you don't practice it, li- listen to me when I say this. You've got to practice doing this to where you get past your mind that's trying to tell you that it won't work. Who does that sound like? Huh? You think that's God telling you that? Huh? Nobody else is telling you that. The devil's telling you that. Right? Demon spirits are trying to convince you, ah, oh, that stuff doesn't work. That, that Shanamanda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, Honda, that, that, you know, all those words you're speaking, that, none of that works. That's not doing a dang thing. No, it's working. It's working. And the more I develop it, I get my mind past any of the doubts that it's not working. I need something, I pray in the Holy Spirit. Right? I need an answer to something. I'm not going to go. I mean, I've been doing this 46 years. There were times when I'd go and talk to people. And listen, I mean, I've got authorities in my life and people that I can call and talk to. But I just don't do it much anymore. Not that I don't need 
oversight and insight into my life. And if there's something that in the natural needs somebody in the natural to be in agreement with me about, I'll get that. But I'm just talking on a day-to-day basis personally. I don't, I don't need a lot of help because I've got the helper. You all right? I mean, can, can I say that tonight? Can I say I don't need to talk to 14 people to get an answer of something? I'm just telling you tonight, I don't need that. But, my, but listen to me, my answers have to line up with the Word of God. See, I can't just say I don't want to talk to other people because I just want to keep doing crazy stuff that I'm doing that's not working out. I'm talking about getting the answers that produce good fruit. And we've got to practice that all the time. All the time we've got to practice it. <clears throat> we must maintain Maintain discipline over our flesh and keep our spirit alert so that the Holy Spirit can keep us aware of the enemy's movements at all times. And that's part of his job. He's here to reveal all truth to us, but he's here to show us what's truth and what isn't, and that's revealing the lies of the enemy. I'm going to say that to you again, just, just, the way I, just, just the way I put that out there. We must maintain discipline over our flesh, keep our spirit alert so that the Holy Spirit can keep us aware of the enemy's movements at all times. Everybody say at all times. So we don't have to have to miss one thing. And you know what that means? You don't ever have to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, ever. You can always be in the right place at the right time because of who's leading you. We never have to miss it. We've all missed it, but we don't have to. But we have. We don't have to, but we have and we will, but we don't have to. We don't have to, but we will, because it's a choice. And some days, he's been working on you and working on something in your home, or so you're frustrated and you're tired and you don't want to do it and, you know, you know, whatever, and you don't do what you should do, and so you make the choice, and so things get the best of you and all that kind of, and that all, all of it happens, but it doesn't have to. I, I, mean, I mean, I can't tell you how many times in the last three years that I've had things that I would have normally just called Pastor John about. It's busy. No. He's somewhere else in a better place. And every time I've thought that, <laughs> I've heard the Holy Spirit say, you got me? Got me? Got me? I mean, I got him, and he knows it all. But, but, but humbly, we have to receive from him. In humility, you receive from him. In humility, you go before him. Not in pride and arrogance, and I can hear God, and all that kind of... I mean, we can hear God because of what he's done. What he said we could do, that's the only reason we can hear God, because he said we can. Not because of how sharp we are. Got to get rid of any kind of that. And if you're hearing things that are not true, that are not producing fruit, over time in your life, you got to change what you're thinking. Because it doesn't work. So when we persevere in the Spirit, we keep the armor on at all times. 
we're able to withstand in whatever evil day comes. The evil day he's talking about there is not some specific day, like the manifestation of the of the Antichrist or something like that. That's, I mean, that, that, that will be an evil day, but that's not necessarily, that's not the evil day that he's talking about here. He's talking about every day. Because if you look at the context of the Scripture, he's talking about living in the things of the Spirit and not in the things of the flesh. And so that would be talking about down here in the life that we're living right now. So whatever day comes and it seems to be evil and things seem to not be working out, we have the ability to hear his voice and overcome. Amen? That's why we keep the armor on. That's why we stay in the battle. We stay in the war and in the battle with the Word of God on a daily basis, developing the revelation of the Word of God on a daily basis. And like I said earlier, I really like the fact that he talked about a day, right? So there's a limit to his attacks. Just a, just a day. In uh, 2 Corinthians 4, talks about, the Apostle Paul talked about his momentary light afflictions that come for a moment. He talks in moments and in days, <laughs> not in lifetimes and in all this kind of stuff. And, you know, Job's, all, everything that came against Job was a whole lifetime. No, it was about nine months. Short period of time compared to the rest of the time he had lived. And at the end of it, what happened? The double. Why? Because he acknowledged God and he rejoiced at the goodness of God. Not, he had opportunity to blame everybody, everybody and their dog. But he blamed nobody and honored God. Amen. Took responsibility for himself. Man, what a way to live. Can you say amen? amen. <clears throat> so, these attacks and the things that, that are after us and after the planet, they won't last long as we keep our armor on and we do our part. But we've got to war in the Spirit. We've got to war in the Spirit and not poke around with the Spirit and do it half-heartedly. We've got to war in the Spirit. Can you say amen to that? Amen. <clears throat> God is delivering us and liberating us and setting us free. I want to I read this um, that the uh, 18th verse again in Ephesians 6. And he said, well, uh, the last part of the, the verse before that was, uh, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, for everybody. All the saints. Um, there's something about praying for your enemies, people you feel like are your enemies, people you feel like are against you. There's something about praying for them that helps your prayer life. Because you've got to dig deep in how to pray for them. First thing you gotta, you've got to develop is the want to to pray for. <laughs> people that are enemies or people that are against you. Why, why? Well, just take me for example, okay? 
just think about me the way everybody in here, you know me at different, in different ways. But I seem like a pretty nice guy, right? So why would somebody be mad at me? I mean, if I did something to him, I hurt him or whatever, I, I've always said, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know anybody on the planet that is mad at me because of what I did to them that I'm aware of. I may have done something and I don't know about it, but not that I'm aware of. Because anybody that has been that way, I've chased him down and found him and said, hey, just tell me what's up. So that I know of, nobody's that way. But why would somebody be mad at me? Or not like something about me. Most of the time, that have to do that. That would have to do with them. There's something in them that has an attitude toward me, okay, or to you. I'm just talking. I'm using myself as, as an example. So there's something in them. So that thing in them's got to be worked out. And at what other way can that get worked out? But that people start praying for them, especially the people that they're going against. Man, you start laying that down and you start hearing from God how to walk in love like that? Woo! Because, you know, human nature wants revenge. You did this to me, I'm doing this to you. But the love of God lays that down. I'm going to pray for them. What do he say? Not in your own ability, but with the sword of the Spirit. Use the sword of the Spirit to do warfare on behalf of people. And you know what? When you start praying in other tongues, God will show you how to pray for people. And you don't go broadcast that to everybody else. You know what God showed me? This person's living in sin and they're dead. You start telling them, man, you're talking about the Spirit of God shutting down in a second. Right? But when He reveals things to you, it's for prayer. And listen to me. I've seen this happen time and time again. I prayed for people and they got free. And they never knew I prayed for them. And God would never let me tell them that I prayed for them. And people I didn't really even like. And to this day, I don't really like them. <laughs> but they got free. Amen? But I still don't kind of like, you know, just differences in, in personalities and what people like or whatever. But, but it doesn't matter. Right? That doesn't matter at all. Prayed and they got delivered. They got saved. Got delivered of the mess in their life. It works. And that's the people that God's called you and I to be. A gates of the city will never be anything but that. And you know what? That's hard to do, and it's hard to walk through things like that with people. It's hard to, there's, there's a lot of messes involved in that kind of stuff, you know? When, when you're not going to, when you're not going to do something, you say, well, you know, well, surely there's a line that's got to be drawn, and you just can't cross that line. Talk to God. Talk to Him. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there is. And there are certain situations, maybe when people have done certain things in certain ways, that you, you definitely don't cross over that line and go do things for them or whatever, if, especially when there's abuse involved in any of those kind of things. Definitely not that. But that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit won't show you to pray, because as you're beginning to pray, it will heal you. I mean, in the natural, what you do, there's, there's a lot of guidelines and things with people. But you can always pray. Amen. And it's effective. Can you say amen? God is good to us. Thank God for the Holy Spirit.
You know, devil doesn't, he, he doesn't like, the devil does not like this. And you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know any other way to say it, that, but if you embrace teaching like this and you do things with it, you know, the devil's not going to like you. Right? I mean, you can, you can stay kind of in the middle ground and, you know, well, I don't know, you know, I'll, I'll try to work on some of that when I feel like it or whatever. And, and, and he sees you're not going to do anything with it, then you're not a threat. But when he sees you're doing something, remember I said he, he, he watches the counter offer the counter effect of what you do. What you say, what you do from here, are you going to clean up some of the things you're saying? How you're dealing with people, you're going to start praying for people, you're not going to start praying for He sees that. And when you're not, it just leaves the door open for him to do kind of whatever he wants to. You start praying and you start standing on the Word of God, he's got no authority in your life. I declare every day the devil's got nothing in me. Jesus said that at the end of his life here on planet Earth. He's got nothing on me, nothing in me. I'm saying he's got nothing in me. And anything that shows up, let's get rid of it. Every time something shows up, let's get rid of it because I want this authority and dominion and live in that place of the things of the Spirit every day. So when the evil day comes and the evil day's been here, evil day's here around us, evil day's coming, there's days of evil and things all around us. But when the evil day comes, we got the goods. Huh? We got the bombs. They're coming right out of the Word. We got all the artillery that we need to defeat the enemy in the spirit realm. Weapons of all warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pulling these things down that are the real enemy. So the title tonight of this was Holy Spirit revealing to us who our enemy is. Every day, in every situation. Don't forget this. Amen? Stay with this. Stay with it and stay aware of this. Day to day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.